Master says, episode 17, time to leave. Already in progress. I just came in on the end there. I thought, <laughs> I didn't know they made a Star Wars edition. Was that like a like $10,000? or? <laughs> it was a little bit more than what you'd pay for, uh, for a similar uh, computer. But uh, it does have a lot of banners and uh, screensavers and stuff. Plus, it, it's got some badging on it that's uh, uh, First Order and Stormtroopers. And <laughs> Now, is all the um, text or the fonts and everything in that Imperial style that you see in all the displays in the movie? Okay, so it can be. Are we recording? <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> it, it can be, but uh, it gets really annoying because... <laughs> you don't read Times New Roman, and you try to read in that Empire font, it gets it gets really really bad. Use the font, Luke. <laughs> so hey, well, good good evening. <laughs> or you know, it feels like it's daytime because it's, it's finally daylight out at five something in the afternoon. Usually, it's a few hours for another few days. Yeah, you're right. It's it's bright out still. This is weird for our recordings this winter. Okay. All right. Well, good night, everybody. Thanks for coming. I want to introduce our special guest star tonight. This is Matt. Math. Do you prefer Matt or Matthew? Uh depends on if you're a vendor or not and trying to sell me something. <laughs> um, I mean, you call me Matthew if you're trying to sell me something. I uh, but I prefer Matt. Yeah, thought so. Well, we're trying to sell you something. <laughs> This 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 is Matt Peterson. What what do you have for sale? <laughs> oh, anyway, no, that doesn't sound very good. This is terrible. Matt, yeah, we, we're off to a terrible start. Matt Matt is uh, John's uh, brother-in-law, and correct. And uh, actually, I went to uh, South Dakota State University, the other SDSU, with Matt. At the same time, there was an overlap there at some point. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? The, the elevator speech, as they say, or whatever they might say. Uh, who are you? Why are you? I, like you said, uh, went to South Dakota State like my father and my father before me. Oh. Uh, make my home in Worthington, Minnesota right now, working as a microbiologist for an animal health vaccine manufacturer. Been in the industry for 25 years. I know nothing else. Like uh, like you said, uh, I've had brushes with you guys for thirty some odd years now. It seems so. <laughs> well, we we brush people oh, the wrong scary. way sometimes. You was, there, we always uh, liked you in in school. My my clique of friends that never uh, interacted with you because <laughs> of uh, you're kind of a theater guy. And you almost said geek, didn't you? Yeah, you were. Yeah, you caught yourself. <laughs> so we would always go, "Hey, look at that! Look at that guy!" Yeah, well, I was entertaining. Um, <laughs> well, and for a while we were in the same uh, choral group, the the Statesman. I um, think I was only in that one year, though. I was in for five and a half the entire time that I was at South Dakota State, and they got their start in the fifties. When uh, and my dad was a part of the the first group of statesmen, so I felt like I was cool. a and had to be in there for the entire time. So it was very enjoyable to me. And uh, again, you were a, a base uh, yep. next to a roommate of mine, Tom Brandenburger, 
most of the time. I remember uh, the Statesmen. Yeah, yes. the Statesmen were kind of the it was the all male choral group at SDSU. There were the female group was the Pasquettes. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, Pasturettes. I think we called them occasionally. Oh. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> what now? What with the real name? What is that referring to? The past. Uh, the state flower of South Dakota. Wow, I didn't know that. What? It's terrible. Oh, John. <laughs> I uh, failed that one, apparently. <laughs> well, hopefully the nader, narrator, n- naderator, Ralph Nader will come in here and, and talk to us about... Uh, <laughs> that I, sounds horrible, I, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, talk to us about seatbelts. I guess I need to apologize in advance. I'm already on my second Manhattan, so this is not going to... Okay, whatever. Yeah, and then and then there was the concert choir, and then there were different sort of, I don't know, iterations of choir. I when I when I first started college, I was trying to figure out if I wanted to be a music major or a theater major. But for some reason, uh, I'm not going to say the theater major sounded like less work, but maybe that was it. <laughs> I'm I'm not a microbiologist by any means. My goodness, I I do wash my hands though. <laughs> I was just thinking about that today, how I was using some antiseptic uh, stuff and not actually washing my hands after I was getting done thinking, I should probably use more soap. <laughs> I think that's the title for this yeah. episode, John. Wow. So are these are these uh, choral groups, do they still have their same names? Do you guys know? The Statesmen do. I don't know if the Pasquettes do. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know why yeah. they would change oh. it. <laughs> At least it wasn't the lady statesman, right? <laughs> oh, I remember I had to buy a blue blazer. I had to go uh, somewhere downtown, Brookings, and get my <laughs> pick up my uh, special blazer, and I got a pin. And I don't. I, I I remember one tour or something. We we got had like a double decker bus, and I thought this is pretty cool. I, I think that I think the statesmen were sort of the. I don't want to say party choir <laughs> of, of uh, SDSU, but definitely had more fun with the concert choir. We didn't take it as seriously as the concert choir because there was some overlap with the concert choir boys um, that were in there. And I think they cut loose while they were in the Statesman as well. But we were just in it for, what, two hours a week for one one credit we didn't have a lot of time to work, and then we just had the several concerts. And like, we, like you said, I think we went on tour a couple times and even stopped in my hometown once. So I was like king shit then. <laughs> that was uh, <laughs> during Dr. Keenan's tour of duty at SDSU for conductors. Yes. I liked him a lot. I, I thought I thought the world was of a good him guy. the first choral instructor I could feel I really could get behind and uh, enjoy singing. No, he no, he was a good guy. There was one year when I was in the there was a conflict between theater and choir one semester where um South Dakota State University was putting on this South Dakota Proud thing that was touring the whole state and was gonna take a whole semester. And uh Dr. Kanan for the concert choir liked to have people there uh commit to uh, a whole year, which we couldn't then that year uh, because of the semester thing would be gone. So uh, his he was like, well, if you do that, you can't be back the next semester or something like that. And, and I don't know. It, it ended up working out and he ended up uh, actually conducting some things for the theater. So but but for a while there, it was a little rough trying to bridge the, the theater uh, choral divide as it was. 
as it were. Now, now you guys took the double-decker bus. <laughs> that was a cool was bus. Was that the super fancy one? I don't know. It, was very, it didn't have an open bar, though. No, I suppose. I, I, I believe one of the Allstate trips I did, we took that same bus. It was a Jackrabbit Lines. And I think it had the, the expression, the executive hair <laughs> <laughs> on the side of it. That's all right. I don't know. This was a cool bus. That was pretty exciting. I think there were we were supposed to have a bus, but there weren't enough of us um, going that year to fill up a conventional, what, 50 passenger or whatever they normally are. What was what was the name of that made-for-TV movie, that the super bus? The big bus. The big bus. <laughs> that was one of my dad's favorite bad movies to watch oh, um, really it was not it was not a tv movie it wasn't it was actually i think it, a tv series i thought it, 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 it <laughs> no it was a regular the big bus stars joseph bologna or baloney as they would say in south dakota stockard channing john beck ned Bailey, ruth gordon harold gould Larry Hagman, Sally Keller, Richard Mulligan, Lynn Redgrave, etc. Larry Hagman. Regular. It was uh, it, the thing that's interesting about the big bus is <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, yeah, Google it or something. But um, it, it predates the airplane movie by a couple of years. But oh, it's really? Almost like a. Um, a warm-up round for the airplane. Oh, definitely. Movie. No, because it, it I definitely it, was a tongue-in-cheek disaster, kind of a thing. I, I associated it with the same uh, time frame, but uh, yeah, because the plot of it is that it's a cross-country nuclear-powered bus, <laughs> <laughs> and it had a pool, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it had a pool and all that stuff, and you know, it it required two drivers. <laughs> it, did you ever see that, Mark? Matt. <laughs> Cut that out, Jesus! Oh, I'll, leave, I'll, I'll leave that one. I'm going to call uh, Matt various names tonight. <laughs> I, I've never heard of it. I'm, I'm very intrigued. I hope it's on like Amazon or Netflix because oh. you know I have a hell of a time finding it. It's uh, it was on too. DVD at some point, and it's not. It, it's it's um, probably yeah, not very good. I, I got to find it just because it's it's one of those. Nostalgic movies that things. I yeah nostalgic favorites. No, yeah, yeah. I, I remember I remember getting a kick out of it, but it's probably terrible. I was like, what you know, oh, I'm six sure it or is. something. The co-driver's name nickname was Shoulders because <laughs> <laughs> he drove on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, terrible movie. It's 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 like the jokes aren't quite as good as the what's the guy named Zuck, the Zucker Brothers who made. Uh, they weren't involved in this. Um, airplane no no but it, it it was again it was the first disaster movie spoof hey it laid the groundwork for it though yeah yeah and it was right at the tail end of the serious disaster movie run i think so it uh it was time so mar so marvin i mean i'm sorry matt did you uh did you uh did you go to graduate school then also let stsu no i just have bachelor's um five and a half years i started out in uh Electrical engineering, and by the time I made it to microbiology, not a lot of those credits were uh, transfer oh, you worthy. Had to kind of start over. Kind of just took yeah. it easy those for a couple semesters as well, just barely staying full time <laughs> working at Hy-Vee. Uh, so Matt, so so Matt, there there was some sort of a restaurant you talked about in comments. Oh wait, 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 wait. Sorry, we should talk about uh, what we're drinking. 
Yeah, what are you drinking tonight? Phil? No, I, no, don't start with me. No, I'm I'm having well, uh, a spoiler, <laughs> a uh, wild turkey bonded Manhattan. And I, I wild turkey bonded. I, I I think that's what it is. I don't know. It had a turkey on it. Oh, is it the one on one? Yeah. Okay. Oh, maybe yeah, that's I, not bonded. What is it? I don't think Wild Turkey One on One is a bond. Oh with no, whiskey. it is. It is a no. hundred proof. You're right. Like it's not. Is. Never mind. So I I am drinking Witherspoon Texas Bourbon. Oh, which is another thing I brought back from Dallas, and it's also a hundred proof. Just coincidentally. Oh, good. You you need to catch up. It's a nice nice bourbon. It has a super strong vanilla note on the the smell. And the taste. And it's a, the taste is is kind of uh, the, what do they call it? <laughs> the the palate. It's it's actually not a very it's not very sweet. Oh, has more of a rye characteristic to it. That's nice. Um, yeah, it's it's a little bit of a it's got a bit of an edge to it. It's not as smooth and as sweet as like Eagle Rare is, for example. But uh, it's it's different. I like it. Well, hopefully, Matt isn't drinking uh, kombucha. <laughs> No, I had this whole uh, yeah. speech ready for it's a school night and why are you guys drinking? And then <laughs> I decided that, well, I better join you. So I'm having what I'm calling a Canadian mule, which is uh, Crown, Diet Ginger Beer, Lime, and uh, in a copper mug. Oh, the copper mug. Oh, that sounds good. There you go. Yeah. I almost bought a copper mug the other day, but I have a zinc one. Copper mug. My sister, my not not my uh, not your wife, John, but my uh, twin. His uh, other wife. No, your twin. Sorry, <laughs> no, never mind. Uh, my twin sister used God. to work for a. Uh, Wait, I didn't know you had a twin. I, okay, okay, sorry. Go on. Well, she worked for a uh, liquor distributor, yeah. and she always got all this swag that she would give her family, and so I got some pure Tito's vodka, um, copper mugs and they're just sweet they're heavy and uh nice. really upset when she when she left that position <laughs> no more swag. yeah and, and you got you got some clothing out of the deal too right yeah well the, i've got the uh black velvet carhartt <laughs> jacket that i don't get to wear anymore i have some i have some black velvet <laughs> underwear but i don't think that was from swag no what uh so you have a twin. Um, is it? Uh, is it? Is she uh, identical, or uh... she's twenty minutes older than me, and a fraternal twin? Fraternal. There you go. That's that's the type. Is, is yes. there a paternal twin? A paternal twin, <laughs> or maternal? I, I, I am my own grandpa. Speaking of grandpas, so you're a third generation SDSU. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, Lawrence. My grandfather went there in – he graduated 1927 with a mechanical engineering degree with and a civil engineering degree, which, wow. of course, the Great Depression hit. So he went back and got his master's in math and taught and was a superintendent in, like, Arlington for a spell, oh. ended up in Winter, South Dakota. Okay. What was your dad's name? What, he went there too? Marlin. Pete. Marlin. These are good names, good South Dakota names. And he was a uh, he was a music major, oh. band director. That's how Mary Jane and John mm-hmm. met. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. So, so John and 
and his wife both have band director uh, dads. Is that right? That's right. That's that's strange. Yeah, it kind of is strange because it's almost <laughs> like they could be brother and sister, but I don't. Uh, <laughs> A sister. Hey, speaking of brothers and and kissing their uh, sisters, uh, let's talk about Star Wars. No. <laughs> 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 I'm the king of the segways. No, I, I just we don't have to talk about that right now. But Matt, Matt is a huge. Uh, we're we're ramping up. To <laughs> Matt is a huge Star Wars fan. Am I? Am I, I correct? He he's the biggest one. The yeah, he's the biggest one I know. The master says wrong. I am the biggest. Look how big I am. I am a giant slug thing, and I love uh, to eat slugs. Your computer is all set up with like an imperial. Uh, <laughs> fonts well, and stuff like when that. When episode seven was um, released, twenty fifteen, whatever date that was, um, they, there was the mass merchandising, uh-huh. and the things uh, they came out with was I think HP came out with a Star Wars uh, branded computer with order or uh, first order. Stormtroopers on it, and Darth Vader, and of course all the fonts, all the sounds that come off of it are uh, Star Wars related. It's now in uh, the background showing all the screensaver from Empire Strikes Back, and uh, just I basically watch Empire Strikes Back daily through stills <laughs> on my uh, saver. I that may have been the best movie. Do you think? Easily the best movie. Um, Hoth I think so. Scenes were have, have changed my life, and now that we're living Hoth here, in- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it feels so- exactly. Ah, uh, we need we need a the thing you cut oh. open every now and then and sleep inside. Oh, a tauntaun. That's yeah. right. <laughs> we need a tauntaun around here. Your 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 tauntaun will freeze before you reach the first marker, and you go, "I'll see you in hell." It's <laughs> 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 a great line. <laughs> I I. That movie, though, oh, my God, when it ended, the way it ended, and we had to wait seven or eight years. Three years is all. <laughs> it wasn't seven. That. It, it, felt like, it felt like 100 years we had to wait. And, and we had the action figures, or whatever they call them, the dolls, and we had, to, we had to reenact over and over and over again daily what we thought might would happen. Uh, I don't know. It was a different time. We didn't have iPads. Well, it's so obvious now. <laughs> Um, I was in the uh, Luke is not uh, Darth Vader's son club the entire time before Jedi came out. <laughs> I, I, I was just adamant that there's no way that Vader could be his father. And, uh, yeah. Then I, I, I come to learn in Jedi that you know their father's son, and you rewatch it now. I've, I've seen it over 200 times, of course. Um, <laughs> how could I have been so stupid as an 11 year old? I, w- I was born on the dark side, so I. I, I got that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I am also a Star Wars fan. I'm just not on Matt's level. And, of course, I am more of a Star Trek fan, as everybody knows. However, I did, when Episode Four: New Hope, a.k.a. original Star Wars, came out, um, I believe my brother Rob and I saw it at least 12 times the summer it was released. Well, what else were we going to do in Rapid City? 
Yeah, it just the idea of seeing a, a first-run theatrical movie twelve times. <laughs> just, this seems just nuts. I don't think I saw it that many times, but I do remember <clears throat> back then you had to wait. You know, the lines would go around the block, and I don't know. It was it was a different time yeah. for sure. I spent a lot of time at the Rapid Theater. It was very exciting though. Played. I mean, and then I think our family went on vacation on a long road trip, and I think we saw it once or once or twice <laughs> on the road too, because we just needed something to do apparently. But you were in well, Kalispell or something. And it was in the theater for a year and a half too, so it was there for a oh, long time. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, that's right. Stuff really the the big hits stuck around a long time. I forgot time. about that. Yeah, you're lucky if you get, you know, a few days now with some movies. Yeah, even yeah, even the the big like Disney Marvel movies are only out you know what are they there for a month maybe if they're really huge yeah then they'll go to the cheap theaters and nobody wants to go to them because they're just they're, well they're th- sticky they're almost sticky. on video by that point <laughs> they're sticky <laughs> yeah it's true and i have phil what, what where do you fall on the star wars oh, you know fandom scale guys i i know you guys were setting up sort of a star wars versus <laughs> star trek thing and and i to be honest when i was younger if I had to pick between the two, it was Star Wars, because mm-hmm. really the only star I remember seeing Star Trek, but I also I think I probably watched more of the Star Trek animated series, and it was so boring. But <laughs> see, I never watched that when I was young, and I, I, they're almost unwatchable for me now. Oh, even though not the animation, they, even though they have some of the same writers and most of the original uh, cast does voices for them. Um, except, except for some reason, James Doohan does like ten different voices in every episode. <laughs> it's really bad. I wonder if that would be better just to listen to because the animation is so crude. Yeah, it was that filmation El Cheapo. Only one know, part moves a... in a in a certain scene, yep. like the when the voice moves, nothing moves in the background. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And the the, the person standing still for like five minutes while their mouth sort of moves. Yeah, yeah, so you get good voiceover talent because the animation is so shitty. You know, at least in the Flintstones, they'd run and stuff, but, I mean, yeah. Oh, I, th- I, th- they, they, I think go- the Flintstones was relative, you know, relatively high-end compared to Filmation. They'd, they'd go past the same, like, end table a hundred times while he's chasing Barney for hitting on Wilma or yeah. whatever happened. I don't know. <laughs> I, I was actually more of a Twilight Zone guy, so I'm going to introduce a third, and I'm going to call that sci-fi, so there. But I, I was more of a Twilight Zone guy. If I had to pick mm. a TV show... Okay. Oh, wait, now see, Star Wars... <laughs> okay, well, Star Wars was on TV, the the, the Christmas <laughs> special. The, the holiday no, special. Can you, def- can you defend that? <laughs> can you defend that one? <laughs> can I defend this Christmas? Uh, well, it introduced Boba Fett, so it will always... Oh, really? There was a cartoon Dude. short in in the in the Christmas. Oh no, right. that was cool. The cartoon short was pretty cool. I remember that introduced Boba Fett for the first time. Yes. Wow. So did Boba Fett have sex with B. Arthur? <laughs> no, that was something different. No, that was. See, I, I, you know, I'm surprised. You know that 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 show has famously been. Un- unreleased <laughs> since George Lucas announced that he wanted to destroy it. And, you know, it's the song of the South. It's yeah, it's exactly like the song of the South with, with Disney. And, you know, they, that's another you one. You get it in Japan. It. Yeah, that's the one market they released it. In, I think. They love it there. <laughs> he says, I'm big in Japan. I'm big everywhere. 
Um, no, the holiday special, you know, was famously oh, holiday. was that only Christmas. available because maybe apparently six people or something nationwide saved VHS tapes of it. Well, and but, they put them on YouTube all the time. They get taken down, but you can always find it. So, oh yeah, if, yeah. It's I've I've had a copy of it forever, and <laughs> I I the, the the actually the best parts of it are the the, the cartoon sequence and yeah. the ads. <laughs> now, now, okay, I haven't seen this for probably, I don't know how many years, but um, maybe since it came out. But I remember that animated special, or the animated sequence was pretty cool, wasn't it? I mean, what was Boba Fett like riding some sort of ostrich-like reptile thing? Or am I confusing it with a different, uh, a different movie? <laughs> I, I don't think he was. I think. No, he... Okay, never mind. Mem- my memory is not. I, you know, they should just release that part of it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I understand why they're embarrassed by it. But at this point, everybody knows about it, and they might as well make some money on it and reissue it. Because people would still buy it. The Star Wars Special Edition. Uh, Christmas Special. Now in 3D B. Arthur. I mean, the only problem... I mean, one of the main problems with it... I mean, didn't they kind of make the... Chewbacca, the Wookiees, kind of like Ewoks or something. I mean, weren't they kind of like? I don't know. I think I think they they could have made it a lot better. I think that the delving into what the life of a Wookiee Life Day, right? Yeah, that was Wookiee Life Day. Was the Christmas special? That could have been. That could have been pretty cool. It, yeah. Well, they uh, what was it episode two and episode three that they went back to Kashik and. Uh, Kind of showed you more of uh, what the Wookiee life was like. They yeah. were supposed to be in episode, what, episode six, Jedi, but they didn't want to, uh, I don't think they had the budget to to do that, so they cut them in half and called them Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> a half price. Oh, well. <clears throat> so, Matt, Matt, do you find that, that Return of the Jedi holds up today relatively well, or the... I, I find parts of it are pretty annoying today, and parts of it are still really good. So you're talking just Jedi itself? Just Jedi, the the one film. Well, of course, besides the uh, the uh, slave scene that we would never be able to watch <laughs> yeah, today. Exactly. Um, that I I still love that part of it. <laughs> but um, as far as the. <laughs> Oh, whoops, sorry. I shouldn't have made a job of the hut sound. He, for, he forgot to introduce his three dogs. Zeus uh, is kind of a Jedi fan, so when you're talking bad about it, he gets a little bit upset. No trash talk and talking. If I way. use job of the hut's voice, oh, look out. He doesn't like uh, weird noises, but there's something outside right now. I wouldn't worry too much about him. I, I think Jedi holds up. I, I haven't actually watched it all the way through in a, in a good long time. Um, the scene yeah, that's are, me too. Actually, are good. The blowing up the Death Star. Now, I hate the uh, the additions to it as far as what uh, George Lucas did in the mid '90s with adding another yep, the special editions. We working uh, introducing Han Solo and the song "Jedi Rocks" from the special edition to Jedi is just awful. <laughs> Well, that that and that replaced "Numb Nuts," right? You know the the other oh. song that was originally there. Boy, you know, with the you know, "Numb Nuts," we no, got no, "Numb Nuts." Yub Nub, whatever. <laughs> no, there's, the, uh, there's another song that they introduce at the end while they're playing the skulls of the uh, 
of the stormtroopers that they killed. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. But that's yeah. kind of dark. That was fun. I, I, I think I think Numb Nuts is way better than the other thing. <laughs> that New Age thing. Yeah, there's all that. Yeah, no, Je, is Jedi Rocks the one in the... In Jabba's um, Palace. Jabba's Palace, yeah. That's the other That's the other song they replaced. Oh, I don't remember that. I, the ending song was like, uh, what was it, Yanni or something? I don't know. Somebody. What they do is they go through all these um, Coruscant and basically topple the Empire's Emperor's statue, and it just got weird, you know. <laughs> and then they, uh, when they reintroduced later on in another scene, they introduced uh, Hayden Christensen's Anakin over Sebastian right. Shaw's, not Sebastian Shaw's. That's uh. Yeah, that's the guy, is isn't it? it? Who? That's, when they pull off the mask, that's him. The guy from the Jaws? <laughs> no. <laughs> Robert Shaw is the guy from right, Jaws. Right, good, good addition to uh, Star Wars. Yeah, that would be interesting. Uh, you're right. Uh, and that, that's that's why I, I like to have the despecialized editions. <laughs> people are probably aware. So I made a habit of collecting every edition up while they were on VHS. So I've got from the first editions that came out, I've got about seven VHSs of mm-hmm. each. Wow. I've gotten rid of them. That, that sounds about right. They, they, they're in each one was very slightly different in some way. Say, yeah. John, what was that, that fan edit or whatever that, uh, Oh, the Phantom uh, edit or the, no, there was a, maybe, Venice. are you talking about the despecialized version? Um, Maybe, <laughs> but the, somebody went through the first three and then made their own editor and and and, and print. Like uh, maybe it's the despecialized version, but so it was a well. Okay, so just a quick despecialized version is this project that they they basically went to recreate the original theatrical cuts. And they, but of course, the only good quality versions of them are the Blu-rays and things like that, which are have have all the stuff replaced so they took that and they edited in older copies in the scenes that have been changed oh so they kind of tried to make it more like the theatrical releases yeah so there's that and then there's there's all these weird projects that there's a um <laughs> I, there's a web forum if you really want to jump in and go crazy with it called i think original trilogy.net or something like that and there are all these fan projects and another one is that people got really good 35 millimeter prints of the original movies and scan them in right and make those available oh man <laughs> along with all the different soundtrack options um uh. all the george lucas commentaries from the laser discs and the other versions that came out before and make these kind of uber editions that have everything in them and and you know some of them look really good they're, they're they've done some really good work and Every so often you hear rumors that now Disney, since they own it, are going to come out with pristine theatrical versions and all that stuff. But mm. nothing so far has come out. Star Wars gold but, or something. Because Luke, Lucas himself was very um, <clears throat> opposed to doing that when he created the special editions. He, he, he kept wanting to revise them. And some people even... Um, if, prefer the 97 special editions which went to the theaters to the ones that came out in the early 2000s oh man because there are differences there too 
Because he kept he kept at it after ninety seven as well. He kept making it worse. Is that what you're saying? Well, he kept he kept <laughs> well. This scene, you know, I want to redo the effects in this scene. Oh yeah, blah blah blah. The effects had reached and, where he wanted them to be, but then the effects weren't there in two thousand yet either. So they yeah. looked uh, last Starfighter ish. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> yeah they they look really crummy you know and uh, uh, I I just in principle I I I kind of don't like the whole. Yeah, I let's go back and keep revising it idea because, you know, I think once once it's released, that ought to be it. Yeah. But well, uh, yeah, sometimes it's mean, a director's cut, have, though. That's okay. He doesn't have I mean, he has the right to to do it, I guess. Not now. Not now. <laughs> not anymore. No, no, no. <laughs> so I I keep waiting. <laughs> I I bet before we all croak, they're probably going to release the original version. In some form. What was that other movie he did? I think it was his first movie. Was it like it had like I eight? Oh, I eight one two. No, what was it? THX one one three eight. That that had Robert Duvall in it, didn't it? Yes, it did actually. I need to see that again. I haven't seen that for a yeah. hundred years. If you guys watch bad movies, that's probably one to put on the. On the <laughs> well, if we're willing to sit through Zardoz, I think we can do that one. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's crazy. So I think what the reason. Oh, go ahead. No, me. I was just gonna say who is. Uh, I I've forgotten the main character's name of the new series. Ren? No. Uh, Ray. Ray. You know there was a lot of speculation about her lineage and her parents and that sort of thing, and and uh, it was kind of similar to the first round. It was like, oh, is Luke Darth Vader's? You know that kind of thing. What's your theory on that one? Well, of course, in episode eight, Kylo basically said there were nothing to yeah, Ray. But, but he's a big liar. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and that's that's the whole conspiracy thing that they have that uh, um, Snape is basically trying to pull strings. Of course, now Snape's dead. Um, Snoke. Snoke. Snape is uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Now there's a crossover. Wrong franchise. No, yeah. let's. Disney owns them all, don't they? No, uh, Harry Potter. No, AT and T now owns Wait, Harry Potter. Disney, Disney needs to buy Harry Potter because we need a Star Wars Harry Potter crossover with Marvel. Actually, yeah. Well, they're talking about that too because they're going to make Brie what? Larson a Jedi or something like that. I was just reading. <laughs> no, that's corporate synergy. Captain Marvel's going to cross over. No, I don't know. I, I'm just I'm all about the dude, the new Dune movie. That <laughs> there's a little bit of a crossover oh with the yeah. Hold that thought. Yeah, there, there's a a character, the, uh, an actor from Star Wars, more recent ones is is going to supposedly be in the Dune, new Dune movie. Anyway, I, I actually I actually like the whole idea that Ray is not related to these other people and not special I think that's more interesting I like that too because why do you have to have all the lineage to Skywalkers and you know this is mm-hmm. to be the end of the Skywalker story so let's let's make her not a Skywalker and, and be able to move her on to the next group but man she's right, so powerful I, I she's got to be related to one of them why did this guy? No, but 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 supposedly isn't you know, if you go back to the original uh, spoken definition of the Force, it's this um, surrounds all living things in the universe and everything. It, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. They never said it's um, flows in one family only, or like it's some royal blood thing. There are two families. 
So what? So what? So what is it? Was like the the Skywalkers, but what was the other? What was Kenobi all about? He was he in a he didn't have a different family or anything. He, I he think was, maybe he was trained by Qui Gon Jinn and just came up from nothing. They haven't explored his background yet, and there is still talk of them doing uh, a background story on him, just like they did Solo. But since Solo did so poorly in the box office. Yeah, they'll come around again. I think PJ, one of my kids, liked uh, liked Solo all right. But I, I haven't seen it yet because I, I just heard about it. You know, uh, had some trouble. It, it's troubles. worth watching. It, it's okay. I've it seen it three troubles. times now, and I, I, I can enjoy every aspect of it. There's a lot of uh, allusion into it, alluding into it from the previous uh, movies and you can even go into the prequels with some of it. I think it's fun, and Amelia Clark's in it. If you like uh, Game of Thrones, she's she's real good in this movie. So, I think I, I think the only thing was the the main actor. I, I don't know if people were trying to compare him to Harrison Ford or something, but it's just a different thing. The more you you read about Harrison Ford and his feelings about Star Wars, I don't think that uh, <laughs> he's nothing to get real behind if you're a Star Wars nut. It's like he was cool as Han as Han Solo, but you know he's pretty much just an actor in it for the for the bucks. I, I think that's right. Starbucks. You got to be real about that. Starbucks. No, that be uh. Oh, that's something different. Battlestar Galactic. So, so, <laughs> so Battlestar so, so Galactic was better the... than both of these. Easy fella. Well, <laughs> it's basically the same uh... movie or the, the same thing. It, it's no, it's the Star Wars slash Mormons. <laughs> Uh, That's what, the, what that I, that one is. I, I think we can all agree that the black hole was the best out of all of these. This, I, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I watched that recently. I don't. I don't know if I've seen that one. Well, it's on my Plex. You should watch no, it. I will. <laughs> no, or don't. I'm curious <laughs> because a lot of it is awful. I'm trying to remember if I even saw it. I don't know if, if watching it again would help me remember. Well, my brother and I saw it when it, in the theater, and I think we we're the only people in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a flop, it, and it was not good. I don't know the, the 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 actors in it. I mean, it's got some okay actors. I mean, actually, it's got Maximilian Schell. Well, yeah, really what good, the heck? You can't go around with he's that. He's great, but, you know, it's really, everybody in it is just kind of like, I know this movie sucks, I'm going to read my lines and blah, blah, blah. Where's <laughs> my check? The, you know, the, the worst thing is that, you know, Anthony Perkins is in it. What? Yeah, no, he plays the scientist guy, and he is the most boring piece oh, of wow. shit you can imagine. <laughs> He just doesn't care. That reminds me a little bit of... <laughs> I, I was so excited about the Star Trek movie that Malcolm McDowell was in. Mm-hmm. I don't know what number, whatever. But, um, oh, that's Star Trek Generations. Yeah. Oh, that was the crossover one. And uh, Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I actually like that movie better than it probably deserves. I There are things about it I just kind of enjoy, but... It's definitely got huge flaws. Well, I, they could have used Malcolm McDowell <laughs> a little bit more. I mean, he was just kind oh, of definitely, walk, yeah. walking around the cliffs and looking looking to the side. No, no, no. It, it's it's definitely <laughs> got uh, one of the best things about that movie. <laughs> the, the horse riding that, scene. Yeah, and they they rented William Shatner's ranch <laughs> to to shoot it. <laughs> it's very very Donald Trump like actually. But <laughs> This is a good opportunity to bring us back to the original thesis 
of the, this whole discussion. Although was. I probably need a break first. Wrong. Okay. Is that right? So before you take your break, yes. we're going to drop the question, though. Which is better? We're, as children, were Star Wars or Star Trek fans more well adjusted? Oh, boy. <laughs> Wasn't that the question? That was. Yeah. All right. Okay. We'll be back in a little bit. All right. Bit. Let's so, take a minute stay and on the line. refill. Hello. Hello. I had to get my girls a treat and my guy. <laughs> They've been very polite. Actually, the one has been climbing on me, Zeus, <laughs> most of the time. He's a little bit of a needy puppy. Hello. You're back. Yes. Are you guys back? I'm back. Yeah. I had to make sure my uh, one of my kids uh, wanted to show me their homework project, so I had to get. So okay, the this Star Wars Star Trek thing. I'm I'm going to try to distill <laughs> both franchises into. Um, tiny sentences so i think okay so, let's so before we get into this which fans are more well adjusted i it seems like star wars and star trek so star trek is kind of so star wars is good versus evil there's a kind of a good clear verse the a good delineation and then uh, star trek is good and and the people that just don't know that that they need to know better or they don't know that well or they need you know it's like everybody's good in star trek maybe they just need some sort of a more cookies or something or so i i don't know that's that's my delineation <laughs> oh okay <laughs> um so my my read of this phil i'll give you my interpretation is star star wars by by lucas's own admonition <laughs> admissions is that it was basically based on old adventure stories and and japanese and mythology and japanese it, uh, yeah and and of course the 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 samurai cinema and things like that the power of myth yeah exactly and star trek is you you're right it does have that kind of um, <laughs> because it it has a lot of metaphors for American foreign policy in the 1950s and 60s, which really kind of informs its writing, and it especially because of the whole we're going to go to uh, foreign lands slash alien planets and give them cookies, <laughs> as you said, <laughs> because they don't know any better. But there are there are definitely so. Gene Roddenberry originally pitched the show to the networks as Wagon Train to the Stars. Sure. Which is supposed to be kind of a, you know, exploring the wilds in space. That That's like more a, like, a uh, that, that's probably thing. more ended up like uh, the Serenity. Uh... <laughs> well, a little bit. Yeah, well, it's funny. What was that the that name of that? Like that? What was but, the name of that show? Uh, Firefly. Yeah, right. All right. But, it, <laughs> but Star Trek it was so funny because it was, it was supposed to be a more a straight adventure exploration story like a Western. And of course, Gene Roddenberry was a TV writer before Star Trek. And he wrote for have gun will travel and some other Westerns. And so that's kind of the way it started out in concept, but he really kind of decided to, uh, you know, make it more serious and moralistic and have, sci-fi elements and and try and get serious serious science quote serious science fiction writers in there 
was kind of a that, utopian what, sort of thing too more yeah and, and, and famously roddenberry you know had this weird uh futurist vision where there was no conflict and hu- humanity had solved all its problems and that that's where all the federation stuff comes up and there, there's a lot of really and of course he didn't invent all this stuff it was definitely borrowed from other writers and things like that but uh the the big flaw in a lot of Roddenberry's uh, uh, ideas really manifested themselves in Star Trek: The Next Generation's early seasons, right? Where you, you there can't was have a bad supposedly guy. no conflict. Yeah, you you can't have, <laughs> but the human you can't. humans and slash Federation don't have any flaws, or they don't have personal problems. Well, you can't be real well adjusted watching that. Well, and, and the thing is, I, I think if we get back to the well-adjusted thing, where Star Wars is a simple uh, Alleg- allegory, because I, I, well, yeah, it and, and it, I, I obviously really liked it. I still enjoy it. I have a lot of appreciation for it, but I, I think that it was it had a more clear-cut set of morals. Yeah, <laughs> and Star Trek, growing up watching a lot of original series Star Trek. Um, probably, uh, you know, you were you were less, uh, how to put it, probably more disillusioned yeah. <laughs> about the state of the world because that you know not everything worked out and there were other intractable forces out there like the Klingons and other things. And in the original series, the Klingons were they were basically the colonialist bad guys or you know things like that. Or you had these. Um, it got very very much into well kirk was always the quintessential american explorer in that he he could go into the say you know society run by a computer which is shorthand for communism and he would he would convince them that they were wrong and they would explode literally <laughs> and, and and have or, sex yeah. with a few of the alien ladies oh or of course and have lots of you know because he's an american he's getting all the all the ladies well okay so hold <laughs> so, on so in a way star trek anyway, probably I, was more that, realistic that's kind of the way i look at it star, but, star so. trek in that sense was probably more realistic because the real world isn't uh isn't so cut and dry i don't know what do you think now well, I look at it from uh, well. Of course, we're all nerds if we like Star Wars versus Star Trek anyway, and we are having the the conversation to begin with. <laughs> most uh, most jocks won't look at it and think, "Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, you have a really good point." <laughs> Nobody's going to say that and and not call you a nerd in the same sentence. What I'm trying, what I was always <laughs> looking at is um, kind of like what you were saying with uh, the Star Trek being more literal. The the nerds of Star Trek would take the things that uh, that they were using back then and then they would actually try to manufacture them. Like, oh, we can make a phaser. Oh, we can make a tricorder. Oh, we can make a whatever uh, dilithium crystal. Um, we can we can make all this happen. This is, this is generally the way things are going to happen, whereas Star Wars was more um, on a, not on a microscopic level. You would just say, oh, they traveled at light speed. Okay, that's fine. Nobody really knew how the... the machines worked and nobody really cared how the machines worked. They just travel at light speed. Um, nobody really cared that, you know, there was a crystal that went inside of the lightsaber. This was back in the day that made the, the, um, the lightsaber act up and, and work. They did. It just worked. So we were, the star Wars people were more letting it go as uh, as fantasy. Whereas the star kind Trek, people were trying to go 
oh, we can make this, we can make this. So at growing up, we were able to just release Star Wars and, and go on with our lives, whereas the Star Trek people were just <laughs> bent on making the phaser. Well, and that, that gets into a lot of the, the I mean, the pol- political things aside, um, the science aspect of Star Trek, which it, it the people who wrote for it were thought was very important, and they 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 want it to be science fiction, <laughs> and not 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 a an adventure story that or mythology or kind whatever of fan- that happened to take place with 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 spaceships. Yeah, it's like it's yeah, it's like you point out that it, is it didn't matter things. how how you got across the galaxy or what made the ships run in in that in that thing which is actually a place to a mistake that lucas did where he tried to explain what the force is right ah. that, was, that was the episode and that that's a mistake where they tried to get into too much technicalities of it but i'm talking four yeah. five six where we could still right. make believe yeah the canonical <laughs> original movies that's easy for you to say that succeeded well because they did not do that because if you try try and, and interject um those literal things or all or even politics into that world it doesn't really work here here's another angle i i never when i was a kid i never played star trek I mean, I, I play and play is evidently important in your development. So, I uh, I'm not trying to take anybody's side here, but I, I think that uh, if if we did look at the two uh, for a development sort of uh, adjusted sort of thing, I, I I played Star Wars a lot. I, you know, we had all the figures. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I, oh, so did I actually. Maybe I could have. Yeah. Maybe I could have gotten a, a Spock figure. But what would you? We, with we that? had it's way like, more. Of course, it helped that when we were growing up, the selection of Star Wars toys was ten times better than anything you could get for Star Trek. But we, yeah, we had all the stuff. There was a really cool documentary about uh, the Star Wars toys thing. I don't remember what it was, but it was on that Netflix, Netflix. I think Netflix one that toys that ruled the world or changed the world or something. That. Or- that that was really cool. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, I just that was really cool how they <laughs> they brought it in and how they tried to do it with Star Trek and just failed. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. what, what are you going to do with Spock? Part. I mean, he's only fun every seven years. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, no, no. L- Lucas really mastered the. Mer- he he isn't given enough credit for the. Oh my god! The genius of of his merchandise. <laughs> he was totally yeah. I mean, I when I when I was growing up, uh, after the first movie came out, especially, I loved those those toys, and I I remember I think I went to I think our friend Lee had the the really big Millennium Falcon toy. Right, Blake got that one. My brother Blake. You know was, that thing. Ah! I mean, it was expensive. I, yeah. I didn't have that. <laughs> we we had the action figures, but my dog ate the heads off. <laughs> <laughs> That was. I always remember that. I have some resent resentment for that I, golden retriever. I think that's I had more why up, you're who chewed off the heads. That's probably why you're uh, less well adjusted more than the fact that you like Star Trek. It probably. Is. <laughs> I mean, some of it is because uh, the original series Star Trek was on all the time at when I was at the right age, and the same thing with Rob and Eric too, which is why we all bond bond about it, but. It was there all the time, and plus, my dad liked it too, and I th- I think it was just you know kind of hit us at the right time. So we we have a big connection to the old old show. I I think you were probably you probably connected to Star Wars uh, younger 
And then Star Trek a little older, right? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit, yeah, because the, I mean, the original Star Wars movie, though, just blew us all away, though, because part, part of it was the effects, but it was just oh. so damn fun. Yeah, no, I, I, I still, I, I, I remember uh, the first time my kids watched the movies, and, and uh, it, you kind of relive it with through their eyes, and it's still magical. You know, I don't know if we watch, well, I guess we watch the other ones, too, but the uh, prequels or whatever. But the the original three or the four, five, six are very special. Phil, you since you have, you have younger kids, which order did you watch them in? Oh, I I, I we watched four, five, six. I I don't remember. You okay. know the the thing is, um, PJ got more into the Clone Wars uh, animated series. I think he really he really associated with Anakin Skywalker, and. Uh, so we had watched the movies too, but, um, and I think that was, I think that was kind of difficult for kids his age because Anakin was a hero, but you know, at the same time that, so maybe he's going to be less well-adjusted than anybody. So I, maybe I'd have to say Star, Star Trek people are more well-adjusted. <laughs> no, but, but I, cause, cause the Anakin Sky, the Anakin Skywalker character is, uh, it's really interesting when well, I mean it's uh, that that transition or whatever. I think that was, I don't know. I think that was problematic probably for uh, for kids. Looking <laughs> in the two thousands now, when you're when you're building his old backstory, but as we're as we're kids growing up, we're Darth Vader's evil, and he didn't make himself good until the end of Jedi. You know, right? At, at, you know. When so then you kind of had to go back to, uh, you know, I, I, I remember I remember PJ was having problems with with it a little bit. And I was like, well, remember Return of the Jedi? It's all good. You know, I didn't say it quite like that. But I yeah, I, it, it's a it's a very I, it's probably the most interesting story arc. They, they seem they seemed in Star Wars universe. They seem to really be focusing on Boba Fett more and more uh, in, in the uh, I'm not. It, it sounds like what they want to do with movies. It sounds like they want to explore the Boba Fett thing more. Is Boba Fett the dad of all the clones? Is that right? Boba Fett is not the dad. Jango Fett was the Jango was Fett. basically the the dad of the clones. Boba was Jango was a clone that was didn't have his uh, his uh, timeline sped up, where all these other clones were basically aged so fast. To become, uh, you know, this army right away. Boba oh. was aged. He was aged um, at a regular rate, so he was raised as Jango's son. Um, oh wow! Okay. Jango get his head cut off by <laughs> Samuel Jackson and uh, changed his whole life and wanted motherfucker. To... <laughs> yes. Um, you didn't say that though. Wanted wanted to uh, avenge. Uh, his his dad's death basically and that'll be the entire boba movie hopefully about him working up to that there's a series coming out when the uh disney channel app comes out called disney the mandalorian which will basically look at uh a different mandalorian than uh than uh jango fett and i can't remember right. playing him uh but i seem to remember that had a pretty interesting cast too but it should be very interesting how they look at that because it'll be more of an old west style because I mean there'll be a lot of 
sure he's a, a good guy, bounty hunter style, but he'll have a lot of conflicts as well. Oh, that's straight out of Clint Eastwood or something. It's, it's perfect. <laughs> well, I mean, you could just dust off all the old uh, scripts from those and uh, for space. And well, some of these stories are just uh, kind of retold. Whether they were started out with samurai stories or whatever, or westerns, or they kind you know, of. You know, Lone uh, Ranger holds up today. I mean, they're fun to watch. The Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger. Maybe not the Tonto part of it, but. <laughs> Well, there, mm. there was some controversy about the. I, I didn't see the movie when it came out with the Johnny Johnny Depp. Oh, the Johnny uh, Depp one was terrible. <laughs> it was it bad. No, the uh, Arm and Hammer, Army Hammer. What's his name? Arm. He was he was just so. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you remember the one that when when we were probably 1982, 1981, with uh, the Legend of the Lone Ranger. That was a decent one. Oh, I'm hmm. sure I've seen that, but wow, I, that wasn't when that. I think that was at the same time that Zorro the Gay Blade came out, wasn't it? <laughs> With George Hamilton. <laughs> so I, I probably went to that one instead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh, he was probably wow. the best Colonel Sanders, though. So what? <laughs> speaking of reboots, no, yeah, Robo RoboCop is the the new Colonel <laughs> Sanders. <laughs> Which what's Robo going Cop? on with that that's a, that's an interesting one that's better than the reva mcintyre one. Oh, i don't know that was fun too but i yeah no you haven't seen the robocop uh i've seen two robocop <laughs> ones now that uh oh, make me want to go to kfc but i can only go every six months because of my digestive system well <laughs> i haven't i don't remember i remember when kfc that was a big treat to go to that when i was a kid and I probably I don't know when the last time I went to KFC was, but I, I crave I kind of crave it every now and they I they had such good coleslaw I, and that and that weird mm-hmm. watery mashed potatoes and and gravy substitute or whatever I I don't know I have a nostalgic <laughs> connection to that yeah and, and we we tend to we've transitioned over to food now apparently but um, <laughs> we we yeah, we we tend to if we want that kind of stuff we we go to Popeyes which is different. Yeah. I don't know. Do they have a Popeyes in Worthington, though? No, but you do have a KFC, and yeah. I have. Oh, but you have a Taco John's. So you're <laughs> <not good. laughs> We've got Taco John's, KFC. Hmm. Uh, we don't have a Hardee's anymore. We got McDonald's, Burger King, Arby's, Jimmy Arby's, and that's a town of twelve thousand people. So yeah, that's not doing too. You've bad. got a, not bad. No, and you've got a ground round. <laughs> Which not many people have anymore. We've got that going for us. Oh, but do you have a bonanza? <laughs> I wish we did, man. The cheese on that salad bar was something else. Say hey, salad ba- bars. Bonanza. There you go. Speaking of salad bars, uh, is Gregory near Chamberlain or not? It's 60 miles due south of Chamberlain. Okay. All right. Uh, so you probably have been to Al's Oasis. John was just at Al's Oasis on a little road trip there. Uh, so I, I thought uh, I thought we could talk about Al's Oasis a little bit, but I don't I don't know what I would say. Other I do remember that mm-hmm. huge salad bar. You know, it's not as huge as you might remember. No, I was I was smaller. <laughs> I hope they have Clatooine patty frogs on the salad bar. No, no, they they still have the buffalo burgers, Buff, yeah, buffalo burgers, coffee, sure. and the <laughs> apple pie and cinnamon ice cream. 
<laughs> and that's actually the best thing. Well, I remember I was it's really pretty. Good. I remember I was flirting with uh, in college. I think I was trying not to eat as much meat or be a vegetarian or something. And I remember the salad bar was was really big back then. I think. I don't know. I think at the time it seemed big. I I have a lot of memories for that place because it was my family stopped there sometimes to eat, but also a lot of band trips. Yeah. Would stop there on the way on the way to or from South Dakota, and when the speed limit was fifty five, it took seven hours to get across the state. (laughs) Right, that was a perfect stopping point. No, it was, and there wasn't much else there at the time. No, there's a lot of a lot of other other gas stations and whatever else. Oh yeah, they have more stuff, and the you know the place had a, a a small grocery store and a gift shop and yeah. Oh, and the, was a bigger deal. and the statues out front. Did they have statues, statues out front back then? No, no, like, uh, we'll cut that pause out. No, the, the, <laughs> or I'll add cricket. Or put some crickets <laughs> in there. No, the, uh, oh, they had like a, don't they have a buffalo and a, I don't think they have a jackalope. It's not like wild drug, but they have a few no. statues out there. Kids could take a picture with or ride the. God, I, forget. I guess wow. I missed that. Maybe they're not there anymore. Oh. Oh, I remember that. You know, the restaurant is almost the same as it was, though. Well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And when we were there, um, I had one of the great classic cuisines, the Indian taco. Oh, yeah. Fried bread? Oh. Yeah, fried bread. It was, but although it's a, a flat piece of fried bread with the stuff piled on top of it. More like a So tortilla? it's almost a taco salad. Oh. With, Fry bread underneath. I remember fry bread being pretty thick in the hills. This was good. I, I, I I'm not gonna lie. It was really good. No, I, I love. Yeah, my, my mother-in-law and I great. both order the Indian taco. No, I, I would too. I, I probably get a buffalo burger too. It'd be tough not to order the Indian taco. It was good. Yeah, I had that and the apple pie. <laughs> what goes better with an Indian taco than apple pie? I, exactly. <laughs> They're both different kinds of American. Uh, so you grew up. Uh, I don't. I don't know if South Dakota proud toured Gregory or not. We went to almost every town in South Dakota, but I'm trying to. I don't know if I've been to Gregory. What was your experience growing up in Gregory, South Dakota? On the Fourth of July, we had a carnival. But uh, they still do, don't they? Oh yeah, every Fourth of July yeah. there's a carnival. That's when the class reunions happen, and it's basically the time to avoid Gregory if you're uh, <laughs> um, have gotten like, out by the, any the, any means. But the, the traffic is, gets kind of bad. No, just the people that come into town for the <laughs> carnival is just. It's like Mardi in. Gras. Do you, do you do, do, do the the ladies of Gregory show things to get uh, beads? <laughs> So you've been there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we throw buffalo burgers at the people. No, no. So it's uh, it was a great town to grow up in. I, I I've got fond memories, even being the the non athlete nerd type. Um, it seemed like everybody got along. The band, because Dad had built such a a good program, was um probably eighty eighty five percent of the school. So wow. if you're in band, you're, you know, automatically kind of accepted as one of the cool kids, anyway. That, that's an amazing percentage. Actually. Wow, mm-hmm. it was it was something. We took a trip every four years um, 
to somewhere like you know Los Angeles when I was in school or Florida. It was it was a juggernaut that Dad had built, and that's uh, really cool. Being in you know the old band director's son would be probably like being a preacher's son in Alabama. <laughs> you had a lot of uh, special rights that you wouldn't normally have. That uh, that's you know you just kind of your God given right. <laughs> so I, I enjoyed wow. my time there, and I did work in a grocery store. You know, so I always had access to all the the fine foods and stuff. And I will say, as a latecomer to that place, it's fun to go back there uh, and visit because it's really the small town experience. It really hasn't changed, John, since uh, yeah. since I left. I can go back and and basically go back in time and enjoy mm-hmm. everything about it. You can go for a run in the early morning and just basically see the same things that you saw, maybe a little bit more dilapidated than... Uh, <laughs> I can't say the same thing about Rapid City. Oh, that's changed so much. It it it's different. It's no rocket slide. I, it, Gregory is just a little more geographically isolated. Sure. So that makes a difference. It's frozen in the, time. The thing you get there is that so many people know each other in that town. It's good and bad. <laughs> well, I I guess yeah, yeah and you know. So you'll be hanging out there and at your mother-in-law's house. <laughs> and just somebody will randomly walk in and just like, hey, how's it going? Rah, 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 rah. You must well, come on, have a okay. Cup. Hey, John, how you doing? <laughs> so it's like you were there your entire your entire life. Yeah. Because yeah, cool. it was it's, your business. That's kind of cool, though. It's really fun. Yeah, yeah. it's it, like I think you alluded to. It's a really nice place to visit now. <laughs> But you sure? Yeah, I enjoy there. it. But, I really do. <laughs> I don't know. Rapid City's changed so much over the years, though. It's not even the same thing. Uh, it's most of it is not. It's, it's yeah. uh, there are parts of it that still maybe tweak a certain memory, but uh, it's, it's changed a lot. And speaking of Rapid City, I've got a piece of follow up from oh. my mother. <laughs> <laughs> who apparently listened to one of our episodes. And <laughs> I, I, I'm referring to it to her as Deb Del Rey Knowles. No, Del Rey. Her favorite, her favorite restaurant was Casa Del Rey. Oh. In the Rapid City. Departed, yeah, that was her favorite. She was so sad when they when they sold out and <laughs> it became a Walgreens. <laughs> There's still one in Sioux Falls, but it's not the same. No. Uh, By the way, she she maintains that the trap shoot game <laughs> that we talked about long ago was not only at Happy Joe's but also at Shakey's. I don't remember that, I, and I don't either. But she swears that it, it was at both places. It wasn't at Casa del Rey, though. <laughs> no. Well, maybe. I mean, Casa why not? You know, why why wouldn't every place like mm-hmm. that have a trap shoot back then? But I don't remember that. It could be. I just remember the banjo guy and sing alongs. Yeah. The, at some point, we're going to have my older brother, Bruce, come on, because he apparently listens now. Oh. And he'll talk about his, because he worked at Shakey's. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> at some point. Oh, man. So he'll have some stories about that. So uh, for all you Shakey's fans, <laughs> <laughs> you can have that to look forward I, that to. That may have been one of our most listened to episodes. I think we probably had, what? <laughs> we peaked. <laughs> 
49 downloads <laughs> or something instead of 48, but whatever. I'll take a download. <laughs> After eating at Shakey's. Well, all right. So so what, uh, have you guys moved on to second beverages? <laughs> yeah, while well, we had our first break, I went on to, I just made another mule. All right. <laughs> I just poured more of the bourbon. No, so. I just I just had. Uh, so I'm in the kitchen. I'm in the kitchen. John's in the kitchen. Why don't you make up some? My medals? lovely wife is downstairs working. So, well, yeah. I'm alone, so I got I got free reign of the house. Yeah, it's just you and the four animals. Me and the four animals. I only know where three of them are right now. Do you have three <laughs> three dogs and uh, what an iguana? No, my niece is an iguana. Actually, um, <laughs> she made the change when she was eight years old. There's another story there. No, I have a cat. A little oh, black okay. cat. You have a cat and three big dogs. Yep. That cat dogs. probably can hold their own. The cat's fine. The cat's a, he's he's the second oldest in the family. So he was he had established himself by the time the, the two little ones came in. Oh cats cats. You, cats. you want to share share all of their names for us? Zeus, I heard. Xena right now, she's my oldest, she's eight. And Zeus is about ready to climb up on me. He's my youngest. He's two. <laughs> Zoe is five. She's uh, I see a pattern. Yes, and my cat Zonda. I haven't seen him actually since <laughs> Beck left. So, I assume... well, we saw him. We stopped through and visited and fed him, and he came out. All right. Well, so, yeah, Matt was in New Zealand. He was alive then. <laughs> Matt was in New Zealand where they filmed North, uh, Lord of the Rings. I lived there for two years, uh, Phil, and and uh, took home the ultimate souvenir. <laughs> nice, a wife. A yeah. Wife. But, so, but do you think about do you think about ever? Uh, I mean, you visit there, of course. But do you think about ever moving back? If things work out, I think we'll retire there. In sure. uh, you know the twenty some odd years or whatever it takes, the yeah. wife little bit younger than i am but uh it, right now to live in auckland though for a similar house than what we're into because we live in a what a three thousand square foot house here overlooking the lake this would be over 1.3 million in uh in auckland when they make about the same money as us oh. so that that's why we're living here right now because we can <laughs> go and visit yeah Zealand anytime we want and and still live, you know, in, in the life that we've become a comfort to, you know, with, you know, two hundred pairs of shoes like anybody has. Uh, <laughs> whereas we could probably only own like twenty pairs of shoes if we lived in New Zealand and not get to visit the states. Oh, you just you could have one pair of shoes in New Zealand, just get those nice boots. <laughs> That's more Australian, I guess. But actually, there's there's New Zealand Uggs and Australian Uggs, and there is a difference, so I'm told. <laughs> okay. Well, I wonder what it is. Well, I'm sure it's the, the wool itself, because when oh. we're in lamb, my wife Bex swears she can tell the difference between New Zealand lamb and Australian lamb, and definitely American lamb. I think they both hmm. taste very similar with mint. <laughs> It's very rich no matter where it is. You can only stand to eat maybe eight ounces at a time, whereas if you're eating beef, you can probably do a 16, 24-ounce steak if you're really hungry. Ribeye. 
All right. I, I, I have nothing else. I don't think we did. I don't think we decided who was. I, I guess the Star Wars kids are more well adjusted. Is that right? <laughs> oh, I, I think that's probably true. Because <laughs> they okay play with that. dolls. <laughs> Yeah. My sample size might be a little bit small, but if I'm judging myself <laughs> and everybody else, I think I'm better adjusted than anybody. Oh, I don't know. Uh, well, who wants to be well adjusted? Exactly. <laughs> as, as I say. Now, Phil, the, the, the Twilight Zone is not really a science fiction show. No, I know. I, I just had. I, I was. <laughs> I'm going to throw it in there. Well, what? Well, what is it then? Are, are you going to watch the new one that's coming out? I probably don't get whatever it's on. Is it on Prime? No, or it's on that stupid CBS. It's on CBS, CBS app, called. isn't it? Yeah, it, it's it's just like Star Trek Discovery. I would I would like to watch. I actually the first story I ever submitted uh, uh, to uh, <laughs> when I was going to be a writer, I submitted a story to uh, the Twilight Zone magazine. I was. Uh, uh, subscriber to the Twilight Zone magazine, and uh, they had a contest, <laughs> and they didn't really base it on age. Otherwise, maybe I would have done a little better. But <laughs> I was just a kid. But uh, you know, I that was my I got um, that was my first uh, rejection letter I got put from a <laughs> from an actual publisher. I don't know. I should have kept it. Maybe that that's kind of cool in a way. Well, they actually be, read it though. That's that's actually something they didn't just toss it. Well, my dad was like. They really should have this based on age because you're you're competing with people that are you know whatever, but I don't know. So the Twilight Zone, what what genre is that then? Because uh, it touches on the same. Because because uh, Rod Sterling was using the same kind of ideas that um, Roddenberry was with uh, exploring morality, of course, in in uh, yeah. using this. But if you if you don't say, hey, it's a human doing this. Um, then it's not. It's all allegory. Yeah, yeah, there's a little distance there, and uh, you can kind of get those same ideas across without upsetting more conservative members of the TV viewing audience. <laughs> but so you don't consider it sci-fi. But what is it? It's not fan- allegory. Is allegory fantasy? Okay, sure. <laughs> I honestly don't think you can. You can't call it not sci-fi. I mean, okay, double negative. I think. <laughs> No, a lot of it. I, if is. you're if well, you're bringing everything down into simple categories of, you know, drama, action, sci-fi, or whatever the categories on on Netflix are, you're going to find it under sci-fi. You know, I, I guess because they they got into alternate. Uh, it really depends on the on the episode. It wasn't right, and it wasn't that sciency. I mean, it was nowhere near as sciency as Star Trek. But but no, Star but Wars Star Wars wasn't know, really that, that sciency either. Think that would be more sci-fi. Yeah, okay. I don't know. You know, sometimes you were on That's another true. planet. Phil, can I ask you? <laughs> no, no, totally. <laughs> do you have a favorite episode of Twilight Zone? Oh, geez. Wow, I should have prepared for this one. No time enough at last. So I uh, keeps on coming to mind the Burgess Meredith one, right? Well, that no, that one. Yep. that one is the quintessential Twilight Zone episode. I mean the. the <laughs> The uh, William Shatner one's pretty funny looking back at the two. <laughs> the, but... the gremlin on the side of the bus? <laughs> oh, uh, Nightmare at 30,000 Feet. I don't think that one yeah. was my favorite. There's one There's <laughs> one where, okay, see, I don't have them all memorized and I can't quote them all. But I, there, was, there was one where 
somebody went back to a small town, I think of their childhood or something. It sounds like this podcast. And nobody, yes, I know the one you're talking about. One or something like that? They did go to a soda fountain right away? or was the, And there was nobody in the town or something? I don't know. That was pretty cool. Well, the, are you talking about the one where the, the military guy is like all by himself in a town and it turns out he's being experimented on. Oh, cause that's like the original pilot. Now there's another one where there's this guy like <laughs> go, go, you know, he like, he walks, it's called walking distance. Yeah. Look it up. Yeah. That's the name of the show. Like 10 miles yeah. That, that's the one you're thinking. Okay. And he like goes back to his childhood. Right. That one is great. Okay. Well, I probably like them yeah. both, but I think I'm thinking more of the yeah. second one. Yeah, that, they're both great episodes, actually. And then there's there's another one that's I I always ticks out is the the um, the one where like it's called the Howling Man. Uh Have yeah. Seen that one? Yeah. That's the one where like this guy um, is goes into this castle and there's this guy <laughs> being kept locked up who turns out to be the devil. <laughs> All right. It's really good. Yeah. Oh, there were some really dumb ones too. No, like, no, I, I like the Twilight Zone too. I, although I came to it very late, in my, for some reason I never saw it when I was young. I think you probably more like the pinball game than. <laughs> it is one of the great pinball games, but yeah. <laughs> All right, well, so there. That's about it, isn't it? What was the restaurant that uh, Matt was talking about? Is that is it a place in Gregory or is it? What, there's some restaurant that Matt you referred to on. Hey, you guys should talk about this or something. Oh God! Hey, I did some research on this one. No, what? <laughs> Happy Joe's. That's the place I was thinking of. There's one of oh, those yeah. in uh, Mankato, right? I don't know about oh, you that. Mean but today? There's one in. There's one in New Ulm. Uh, Mankato's got a Happy Joe's, doesn't it? Is, are they like mm. more the? Uh, well, there is still a Happy Joe's, I think, in Rapid City, but I think it's more one of those casino things. I don't think it's Poker a... Joe's. Poker Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think you might be right. Let's. I'm looking it up. I don't know, but but Hooky Hooky Snakes was. It uh... says it's closed. Oh, <laughs> that's because they, they didn't have the uh, casino birthday parties. <laughs> a big red light would come on. <laughs> okay. Right. So apparently there used to be one in Mankato. All right. Well, it still has the sign up. I <laughs> think you guys every time I go through there. So, so there was a place in Rapid that on band trips you went to get hookers. Hookers. Yeah. Hookers, um, hookers I, shows. I mentioned before because I I traveled with my father and uh, he wanted to introduce me to the life. Um, sure. Of a band director, which involves prostitutes, um, like constantly. Would like. you like to see what I do with my baton? No. <laughs> anyway, that's a great opening line that the band directors have used <laughs> in time memoriam. The dawn of time. Yeah. Baton. Okay. Check out my baton. <laughs> On that note, I'm not going to write a song about my baton. Maybe. Oh, hey, I wanted to mention to you guys... Uh, I don't know if my mom's ever going to listen to this, but uh, <laughs> I wonder uh, if you brought this up. Song from last time where I'm not much good anymore was uh, "Yep, Changed My Life." That was great. 
<laughs> oh, uh, well, I don't. I, I'm guessing you're exaggerating. But <laughs> what, what's what's hilarious about that song is that um, the whole the, there's a reference in there about the school board. Yes, and 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 it, it, it we didn't. Apparently, she is not going to be in the school board next time around, and oh. we didn't know that <laughs> when we wrote the lyrics. No, I I just. John had just mentioned that uh, she had been on the school board, and so oh, right it got now. yeah. <laughs> no, she she needed to have a song. I think so. Well, guys, it's been really fun. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. This has been this has been a a hoot. <laughs> yes, that's, that's the way I'd put Not it. Not a hoot and Andy, but a hoot. A hoot and a half. A hoot and a half. <laughs> a hoot and a half. That's a good. Okay. Anyway, uh, God bless. And I guess Star Wars people are more well-adjusted. Okay, so we figured that one it's out. It's settled. Good night. <laughs> All right, good night, everybody. Well, good talking to you, folks. Here's the song! Lift off and the clock is started. Star Wars versus Star Trek. All I know is they're both whack. The Falcon versus Enterprise, Ewoks versus Tribbles. All I know is there'll be trouble. The geeks and the nerds will have it out. No sleep tonight, so scream and shout. Oh, hopped up on Mountain Dew. Kenobi versus Spock and oh, the crew. You can't put your lightsaber on stone. But the Vulcan nerf finch is lots of fun. <laughs> What about Kirk versus Picard? Why your questions have to be so hard? OMG, he is a bore. Well, at least my ship isn't filled with pork. Versus solo, Q versus Sith, Lucas versus Roddenberry, have fun with this. Ew. Number one. Here is a number two. Star Wars versus Star Trek. Captain's log. Star Wars versus Star Trek. We could do, we could do, we could do whack. Star Wars versus Star Trek. We could do, we could do.